everyone. Thank you for joining us again. So today I have an amazing and insightful guest. Her name is Aisha Bo Johnson. And I just want you, Aisha, to take a moment to introduce yourself to our audience. Yes. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me again, Veronica. I truly, truly appreciate it. Our conversation last time was fabulous. So I'm happy to be back. <laughs> and I'm glad you're back. For sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, as Veronica mentioned, my name is Aisha Bo Johnson. I am a digital content creator and speaker. I have a blog, YouTube channel, podcast. I partner with various brands on initiatives on social media. I also freelance write about wellness and mental health for a number of publications. Uh, my work has been featured in Success and Fast Company. Um, myself as a uh, digital content creator has been featured on Cosmopolitan, Allure, BT.com, Refinery29, and more. Uh, I love to talk about self-care for particularly for women of color um, because we are somewhat of an underserved community when it comes to self-care and mental health in a way. So I love to touch women who look just like me and inspire them on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, Absolutely. so those are conversations that we need to have. And I appreciate all the writing that you do and even you. your podcast re rewritten, you know, Thank so, you. so much <laughs> that you have done to me is inspiring and pours back into the community. So thank you for your work. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so we can jump right into it. I'm excited sure. to hear what you would like to discuss about becoming untangled and your own yes. story. Yes. So for me, becoming untangled is definitely, uh, it's a journey that is continuous. And my untanglement story, I guess, is <laughs> has to do with um, becoming untangled from generational trauma. And I feel that a lot of the traumas that my mom and my grandmother and my family experienced um, has been weighing down on me a lot in my life. It has been something that I carried at the forefront on my shoulders, on my back, you know, throughout my journey as a human being. And in recent years, I've decided that I need to release myself from the shackles of generational trauma and the not necessarily mistakes, but the circumstances that my, you know, my ancestors and my family have gone through that have in some ways been become ingrained in me and the way that I move through the world and instead move in a direction that serves me. And, um, and I guess it, it indirectly affects <laughs> my family as well in a more positive way. Um, because I think that some of the, the issues that I had growing up with, growing up in a very tumultuous household with my mother and my stepfather um, and their relationship that was very toxic and unhealthy, um, it definitely trickled over to me and not just my romantic relationships, but the way that I moved through the world as a whole. I, because of the fact that I wanted to be my mother's peace, I have been a people pleaser for a very long time um, because of the fact that I found myself not necessarily having that upstanding father figure, that male figure in my life. I did latch myself onto particular relationships or situations that 
were detrimental to my well-being because I felt that I had to go above and beyond to make someone love me and to, you know, cherish me the way that I needed and the things that I was lacking beforehand. Um, I realized that I needed to find that within myself and I needed to find that that love and that that care and that grace within myself and that forgiveness um, because I feel like I, throughout my life, I've blamed myself for a lot of things. Um, I have not necessarily given myself that um, that grace, as I mentioned, because of you know the situations that I've been through in my entire life, um, and I'm I'm releasing myself from that and becoming untangled from that. First of all, I have to say thank you for just sharing a piece of your story with us, you know, to be able to discuss about inter intergenerational trauma, it takes a lot, lot of energy, emotional energy and mental energy to be able to do that. And like you said, to even work to become untangled from it, because that's that's years of, of experience, years of your life experience. And then we reach this point of being intentional like yeah. i'm seeing i like how you say how you move through the world how you move <laughs> through your relationships and how you really started to tune into that to pick up on how have my behaviors been influenced yeah. from say a family and previous experiences so i appreciate that awareness that you have and the choices that you're making now to move through the world differently yeah, yeah, I think it's it's so important. And I feel like I reached a, a breaking point as a person. I felt like my my lifestyle became very toxic. Um, you know, I was drinking a lot. I was, you know, partying a lot more. Um, I was doing things that I know are not my character. They're not me, they're not who I am. But I was doing that to drown out the pain, all of the pain and the sadness from my childhood and in some ways from my mother's life, the pain that she experienced and me holding on to her burdens. And, um, you know, because it is psychological, it is ingrained in your DNA, you know, when your mother carries you with all this trauma, um, I think it does trickle down in some way. And I felt like I needed to actually do the work. I needed to do the work to help myself through and, you know, started seeing a therapist and regularly and um, coupling that with just working on myself and being more intentional and honest with myself. Because I think a lot of times we aren't as honest with ourselves and our feelings and our emotions as we should be. And we push them back and push them away. And they just, they just, you know, pile up and it just comes out. And I felt myself having so much anger and I'm not an innately angry person. So I have been doing the work and I do the work on a day-to-day -day basis to maintain that. And um, I can honestly say that I am feeling more at peace now that I have um, addressed those those sides of me. Gosh, I love it. I'm just thinking the different yeah. words are coming to mind, the self-work that you're doing. It has to be intentional. And you mentioned how um, going to counseling has been a part of it. Um, mm -hmm. Even just observing your own behaviors and what you see, all of that intentionality. And today I, I was focusing on a section in my book and it was uh -huh. called Take, Take an Inventory of your mm. life 
and just as I'm listening to you, I feel like she she has taken inventory of her life and gone through this checklist and has been able to identify what she sees and what the impact of that has been. And then thinking, okay, what do I want to move out of inventory? No longer yes. serving me. And then what do I want to bring in? <laughs> that, yes, that exactly. My life. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you're you're doing great work with yourself. And I even appreciated some of the, you identifying some of the things that you're actually doing that our audience is able to hear that too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's definitely, it's been a challenge to get to this point and to be able to even talk about it without crying or tearing up or, you know, feeling those emotions. Um, it, it's freeing, even like me thinking about the fact that I'm <laughs> I'm saying this to you and I'm opening up to you and I'm not getting emotional about it. I, I know within my heart that means that I'm doing what needs to be done. Yeah, I just I just feel like you have processed it so much in your own time, each piece in your own time and in your own moments. And crying, I always view that as this purging, this getting out, yes. cleaning out, this pouring out. So yes. you have poured out. <laughs> I am, I am, and I am a crier. I am a crier. <laughs> so <laughs> I will cry during a commercial. So I'm very so. <laughs> <Yes. See? laughs> so I think I think that is great, and I know there are many people who um, might have a negative view of counseling itself, and I know I've counseled. <laughs> people, et cetera. So of course I support counseling because it, it right. has effectiveness. Let me ask you what like, made you feel safe to go to counseling um, mm-hmm. where it's not something that's taboo? Mm-hmm. I, I needed an escape. I needed someone who was unbiased, someone who did not know me from Adam, <laughs> you know, to to listen. I just needed that outlet. And I felt myself, although I did, I, you know, I have friends and family and whatnot. I felt like there wasn't anyone at the time that I could really go to who would just listen and hear me and not have a preconceived notion, not have an opinion about what I should and should not be doing or whatever. And just would listen and would give me not only an analysis and an assessment, but like, I think (laughs) actual learned, like information, you know, (laughs) someone who was knowledgeable on, you know, on psychology and how we work as human beings, giving me information, valuable, tangible information on how I can get through that, or even just listening and being able to talk. with someone who's unbiased is so, so, so important because a lot of times, you know, no matter how great of a friend or family member they are, sometimes they aren't able to really separate that relationship. Um, So I think that's nice. And then also um, just being able to talk about yourself without feeling as though you are being a burden to anyone else. And I think that, you know, given that it's the counselor's job <laughs> to essentially, you know, you know, take in what you're saying and whatnot, there isn't much guilt behind talking to them. So that really helped me. And I think that um, I wish I had gone before I had felt as though I had hit rock bottom. Um, I think 
doing these things before you feel like you're just like so overwhelmed can be really, really beneficial. But even if you have hit the bottom, I think, or in your mind, what you feel is the bottom, I think that um, it's never too late. So yeah, that was what made me go. Yes. And I think about, you mentioned about someone who's objective and unbiased, unbiased, mm -hmm. and where you don't feel like a burden. It, it, sometimes we think, or we assume that, well, I'm using up my friends. I'm, I'm using up my time with them. I keep pouring yes. out into them. Um, mm -hmm. So it is nice to have an unbiased, objective person where, like you said, you don't feel this, this guilt that you're putting weights on other people, but yeah. also that you're getting something back that you're right. getting something back. Um, I, I call it homework sometime or something to think about. And because they're objective, they're able mm -hmm. to hear you in a different way. Yes, exactly. Your story, yes, in a different way and then pour back into you and help you see it too in a, in a right. different way or the next steps that you can take. So there's such value in counseling or receiving counsel from someone, that type of guidance and support. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And with that, since you've, you've been moving through your process and becoming untangled, what would you say are some of the, the major differences now that you see in yourself or even what does your life look like now? You mentioned earlier, you yeah. feel peace. Yes, I feel, I definitely feel at peace. I feel that the decisions that I'm making for my life are mine. Um, I don't feel that I am living a life based on either the expectations of someone else or some type of expectation I put on myself because I'm trying to um, not necessarily impress, but trying to appease someone else in my life. Um, I am a lot more attentive to my emotions, how they affect me and trying to regulate that. Um, also building relationships more, much more intentionally. Um, I'm not necessarily, you know, staying in a relationship with a friend, even if it's not something that serves me or something that um, fills me up. Um, I feel that I'm, I'm taking a lot more time for just myself and learning more about who I am. So I feel more, I feel more fulfilled. And um, I think that's what's been really, really helpful in just me navigating the world now. So yeah, that's been great. And when I listen to you, I'm sitting here thinking her mind is so organized. I mean, your mind is so incredibly organized and I don't know if you have picked up on that. Just really, yes, how, how your life has changed, how the way you think is transitioned, how you're saying no to toxicness, whatever form it, it tries to enter your life, the answer is, is no. You know, there's, there's no place for you here, no room for you here. So I see you saying all of these things and even taking time for just you, taking care of you, making yourself a priority, your decisions coming from you versus the influence of someone else or feeling I have yeah. to meet the expectations of someone else. So I can see why you would say it has helped you to experience peace. Yeah, yeah. Sounds I like definitely. so many weights are lifted. Oh my gosh, like, <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, obviously, you know, every day is a journey and there are moments where I still kind of fall back into a bad habit of, you know, people pleasing or, <laughs> or worrying and, you know, a little bit of anxiety. But um, I definitely 
do feel just just peace. I think it's it's hard to explain, but I feel an assuredness about um, about the way that I am living my life right now. And I think that I didn't really have that freedom before. I felt like, oh, I have to work a certain job so I can make enough money to give back to my family. Or I have to have a certain title so that I have clout amongst my friends. I have to, you know, I have to be in this particular relationship because that's what people expect of me. Um, you know, so no longer are those strings attached to me and that's what's making me feel more at peace. Obviously life is has its ups and downs, but I think that when you have that internal peace, it helps you to more easily navigate those situations. Thank you. And I feel like you give people a vision because oftentimes people will aspire to, to jump to the perfection and question mm. themselves as to, well, why, why haven't I reached it yet? Why am I still experiencing challenges? Why am I worrying? Why am I regressing? Why am I, mm -hmm. it's part of the process and it's yes. okay, it's okay. <laughs> It is okay. Exactly. So that happens. There will be those little stints of worry. There will be those little stints of something that affected you for many years. It's like, mm -hmm. it'll come back and try to prick. But the difference mm -hmm. is the level of awareness that we have now. I see right. it. Mm -hmm. I can pick up yep. on it. So now <laughs> how am I going to respond this time? Yeah. Exactly. 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 And you know, you can choose to ignore it. Yes. <laughs> or 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 do better. Yes. <laughs> we definitely have those choices. True. Yeah. This this has been an amazing conversation. And um yes. we have a few minutes left. And yeah. I wanted to to give you that few minutes if you wanted the audience to take say one main point away from something you shared or one more seed that you want to plant in them. Mm -hmm. What might that one point be? Ah, so this is something that I feel very, very passionate about. And that is self-belief and having that as your foundation. So having self-belief as your foundation in life is so, so, so important because when you believe in yourself, your capabilities, what you bring to the table, you're no longer going to you know, make decisions or surround yourself with people or be in situations that don't sit right with your soul. You're going to be more likely to remove yourself to say no, to understand that you deserve to be loved, that you deserve to have the things that you desire in your life. Um, when you believe in yourself and what you're capable of, I think that's when you do, and that's when you achieve the things that you're set out, you're set out to, because I think um, a lot of times a lacking in self-belief or a bit of hesitation in what we deserve or that we're worthy enough um, can hold us back from feeling a life of fulfillment because we don't put ourselves out there to experience that life of fulfillment. We don't give ourselves that permission. So I think fo focus on building that self-belief um, and from there, I think the sky's the limit. Wow. Those are like the perfect words to, to leave the <laughs> audience with. 
Oh, thank you. Gosh, so once again, I thank you for being here today and, and sharing your story of becoming Untangled and the process that you're transitioning through. Thank you so, so, so much. And I really appreciate being here. I feel like this is so amazing and I can't wait to see everyone else's stories and to read your book. Oh, oh Veronica, this has been great. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Thank you. And just to our audience, all of our viewers, our listeners, thank you for tuning in to Becoming Untangled. And there's definitely more to come. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.